Good afternoon, G- uh, James. Uh, great seeing you. How you doing? Good. Good to see you again, Gene. Great. Um, I really wanted to ban some ideas off of you today and uh, something that maybe you have uh, your personal view on. Uh, maybe we can share our thoughts and uh, benefit our uh, listeners and watchers. So I, um, I would like to ask you this uh, straight up. And uh, hopefully you can give me an honest uh, answer and uh, also unbiased to, to the extent that you can. So you, you and I both are both less trainers. Of course, it is to our advantage, to our benefit to, uh, to have full classes of uh, students, people that are willing to learn, interact, um, and uh, you know, create a great you know, learning environment for others as well. That being said, uh, do you feel that from attending your class, and let's just assume that you're doing the best uh, possible job as a, as a trainer, as a professional trainer and facilitator, and, and um, uh, everyone who attends uh, learns as much as they can from you as a, as a trainer, as an instructor. Is this sufficient for someone to take your learning, to, to, to take your teaching, and um, and you know, pretty much run with it and do nothing else and succeed uh, based on what they've learned in your class? What, what Not in the slightest. Um, even after three days, my hope is that they're a little better at knowing how to fish, that they're better grounded in some of the basics and, you know, are able to reason about why less is structured, the way less is structured, and what are the underlying reasons that, you know, the various organizational design elements are arranged the way they are in order to optimize for adaptability. But as far as so many of the things that will come up day to day as they go about doing an agile adoption, you know, that's the sort of thing that you and I have spent years and years and years doing. And there's a wealth of information that you and I have on the, and, and other less trainers have on this kind of thing that, you know, sometimes we don't even know what we know, but if we're faced with a situation and a client explains it to us, it's not uncommon that, you know, I may not know the whole answer, but I'll know maybe to write, ask the right questions or I'll know a part of the answer. And then collaboratively with the client, we'll be able to work our way and, and find our way through the fog. Um, but every situation is a little different. And if you're fortunate to have a, a less trainer with you, coaching you as you go through your adoption, at least, I know in my case, at least it minimizes the chances that we repeat the mistakes that I have made myself in the past. Together, we'll get to make new mistakes instead of repeating old mistakes. Um, but... Uh, so, yes, my intention is that people learn a tremendous amount from the class, that it helps to congeal their understanding in a way that just reading may not. And, you know, there's something about that interactivity over the three days and doing the system modeling and these things. But in no way are, you know, oh, I have the a certificate on my head. Um, now I know what I'm doing. And. I just think that's not true. I'm not sure I know what I'm doing half the time. Uh, 
I just benefit from lots of gray hair. So what do you think, Gene? Well, I think you just failed the, the test of, um, a, 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 you know, um, um, not so ethically um, appropriate trainer who probably makes everyone believe once you attend my training, you're out of the door, uh, successful in able and able to, to, you know, fly um, on your own and, and pass everything flying colors. Well, thank you at least being honest with me because um, I personally don't believe. So I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Um, I don't believe that exiting the most informative and the most um, revealing training course is sufficient to for someone to just you know to come next Monday and uh, yeah, and click the button and and, and expect immediate success. I, I think um, especially through less training with the so it's such a heavy focus as you mentioned on system modeling and understanding organizational dynamics, organizational design. People will come out with a much Different, very different, much more inclusive um, insight and perception of reality. That's for sure. But uh, that's still, uh, for the most part, in theory, right? Practice comes mo like next Monday. But th there's much more to it, right? So uh, at least in my experience, um, even the most successful learners um, would really need a lot of um, operational safety to experiment. Um, for example, uh, they would definitely need um, air cover from their executive management that it's not support just in spirit and slogans, but actually in doing and making, which also expects senior executives to learn. Um, it also expects a lot of organizational uniformity on, and cohesion um, in, in, in making changes. For example, uh, leaving certain organizational structures outside of these changes, such as HR, uh, budget and finance, side strategies, legal, uh, is also not an option, or at least it's a bad option, because you know if you do think you're going to do this well in phase three or four or five, then what are you going to really going to do in phase one? Uh, you know, adopt some agile program program management tool. So um, I, I think um, there is much more than just attending the course. Of course, the the journey of um, product definition, product discovery, um, organizational structuring, restructuring, and um, we can actually wrap this by support, right? Uh, with support of coaching and consulting is very critical here. So I, I think um, I agree with you. Training alone is a great primer for someone to to get on their journey, but they actually need hand-holding support, at least initially from someone who understands what they're doing, and then um, lots of experimentation, experiments, safe, safe experiments. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, I had a thought about the preparation for training. So you and I are both running a system-heavy modeling version of a of a less practitioner course, and you know, I think in class, both of us, we strive to help people connect the dots between, you know this is the model and this is how less does it. And this is why. And if you understand the, how the various organizational design elements influence each other, then it probably becomes easier to connect the dots with how less is doing it and why it's doing it. For example, you might understand why the less rules are what the less rules are as it pertains to what you're learning as you're doing this system modeling. But that said, people who have, who have done a good bit of reading ahead of time 
they walk into the class so much better prepared to be able to connect the dots with what they're uh, what they're doing in the abstract and the concrete. And I think that you know if they're not prepared at all, they still will learn. But if but the people who are properly prepared have such a a leg up on those who are not, and I think it's really important if you are going to go to a less class and if you're going to spend whether it's your own personal money or it's just the time that your company has has gifted you to go spend, I I think you owe it to yourself and to your teammates and to the other people in the class to be as well prepared as possible so that you will you will gain as much from it as possible. Um, if all you want is a stamp on your head, sure, you can sit there for three days. You'll get a stamp on your head. But that's not really, I think, you know, what we're hoping that that actually happens. So any any thoughts there, Gene? Yeah, I think it's, it's – yeah, I think I'm uh, – you know, my, my understanding of the situation is pretty consistent. I would probably say – well, this, this is where it becomes sticky, right? Um, I sometimes hear this. Why, why do I need to read so much ahead of time? Why do I need to prep myself? Uh, isn't that what you're for? I mean, you're going to teach me in the course. Well, I, I would like to say this. I'm going to say this very humbly. Um, it, what we teach isn't necessarily an advanced course that um, is for special people. No, I think it's for it's for anyone. However, that this anyone is expected to come with some preconceived and, uh, you know, uh, already well internalized and, and adopted knowledge. You can't uh, teach some of these things to someone who doesn't have enough background. So essentially, yes, you can, but you would have to stop and refill in the blanks. And imagine you have a core, you know, class of, you know, 15, 20 people sitting in front of you. Um, guess what? You know, you explain something to one person who chose not to read up before they showed up and 19 other people are sitting there frustrated in disadvantage, you know, whispering why are we answering these basic questions. So it is certainly a, a very good idea to, uh, to come in prepared. In fact, I've seen people coming uh, into class with um, a handout or with a recommended reading already mocked up, like with, with, with um, you know, colored, you know, colored with, with markers and, you know, with, with a bunch of writing on them, man, you've done some homework. You are going to be asking smart questions. That's exactly what's going to, you know, propel this, 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 this training, this conversation. People that actually came prepared. The best math professor I ever had in college assigned the homework before the lecture. And you were expected to have done the homework, struggled with it. And of course, you know, it's math. So you bumped into problems, but, uh, then when you got to lecture, it was so much more meaningful. Um, not that this is calculus, but. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it was, sometimes we, you know, precision uh, science um, is actually not a bad, um, you know, not a bad uh, example to use here because you can learn Cal 2 or algebra or geometry without understanding basic arithmetics or, or Cal 1, right? So. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, did you have anything else, Gene, before we wrap? No, I think I think we have it covered. I think um, we kind of, you know, said what we wanted to say. We're not discouraging people from learning. In fact, it's kind of a 
would be a bit of an anti-moron for the two of us, like two trainers. Uh, we're certainly not discouraging people from learning from us or from other uh, qualified trainers, but we do say the following. Uh, in order to take, to take the full benefit from our teaching, please come somewhere prepared and somewhere educated already. That would be that would make your ex, um, experience in the course so much richer. But as you exit, also please keep in mind that you know just because you learned theory about uh, parachute jumping, uh, you should probably need to jump in a tandem first with with an, with an instructor and uh, and learn you know step by step. So you may need additional support, and uh, you will need to learn how to you know how, how to crawl, how to walk before you start running. That's essential what we're saying, right? <laughs> so again, Gene, it's always a pleasure. Uh, and thank you for listening everyone today. Uh, this content is available on the adaptive ecosystems. Is that right? Adaptive ecosystems. Yep. That's adaptive ecosystems, YouTube channel, as well as the agile carpentry YouTube channel. It is also available in podcast form on Spotify, including video as well as, uh, in other podcast forums without video in the agile carpentry channel. And then Gene and uh, Les, both of us, routinely post the videos on our LinkedIn uh, profiles as well. Uh, thank you again for your time today, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful afternoon to everyone. Thank you, James. Always a pleasure. Thank you.